Hey friends, it's season five of the official Do Good Better podcast, and every Thursday we'll be releasing a pair of interviews with some amazing nonprofits talking about their awesome impact in the communities they are in. We'll talk about some challenges they've faced and chat about their best tips and tricks that might just help your organization do good better. Hey, enjoy these mini episodes of inspiration that make a major difference in the lives of those served by these incredible nonprofits. Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, a, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Martz. Brady Martz knows that you've got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Martz is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services. So... Contact Brady Marts to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide you and your nonprofit. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Patrick Kirby, and of course, we're talking with... Uh, Friends of ours, right? We're going to give everybody sort of an exclusive uh, update and a, sort of a sneak preview of a nonprofit you might not have heard of, but you probably should doing amazing work. Uh, I've got with my uh, today, uh, I've got Mike Meyer. He is uh, the executive director and founder, and I've got the ministry coordinator, uh, Dave Bender of Heaven's Helpers Soup Cafe out of Bismarck, North Dakota. Gentlemen, welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. Hello. Happy to be here with the Duke. I'm uh, pretty excited, uh, and I'm sure everybody else is on sort of hearing, A, what you do, and uh, really excited to probably read the show notes, but they might not know who you are. So uh, for everybody sort of scrolling through iTunes or looking through YouTube, kind of give a 5,000-foot level view on who you are, what you do, and why we're chatting today. So the Heaven's Helpers Ministry um, was founded to um, really be the hands and feet of Jesus. And in 2009, we uh, started the Soup Cafe. And uh, the Soup Cafe is really just a, a soup kitchen that we uh, operate as a restaurant. And we try to treat people with love and respect, make uh, homemade soup, give lots of love to, to folks who need a, need a meal. And, and that's really the, the, the kind of the, the bedrock of the Heaven's Helpers ministry. And, uh, probably about a year, a little over a year ago, we, we started the uh, Heaven's Helpers Closet 701, which gives away free clothing throughout the community. And then uh, we're in the process of uh, starting the Heaven's Helpers Repurpose Store, which is a thrift store for build, building materials, furniture, appliances, that sort of thing, designed to put some folks to work who... Um, maybe have been in addiction or are looking to 
improve their lives, where we can mentor and train them, give them a, a second chance. And that's uh, kind of what we've been up to. That's not a bad uh, a couple of years, if I, uh, if I may <laughs> say so myself. You know, 2021 was a challenge for a lot of nonprofits. Uh, I'm guessing uh, that there uh, was, was quite a few in your neck of the woods as well. What was something that you stumbled across or that, that happened at uh, your organization that you sort of overcame? But how did how'd that happen? Well, you can imagine um, with, a, with a nonprofit that has probably 30 volunteers every day to, just to be able to make the soup cafe work. And uh, once COVID hit, we had a lot of people who were afraid to be out in public, didn't come, elderly. We lost all of our, our church groups, our uh, after-school volunteers, you know, for um, the kids. And so it was a skeleton crew. And we ended up, uh, when the governor closed down the dining rooms for the restaurants, serving through the window. And at that time, um, we hit our highest uh, number of, I think, the mid-500 uh, meals every day with a skeleton crew. And so that was a challenge, and it's taken a while to kind of get back to normal, but we're, uh, we're, I think we're back to normal, you know, with our volunteers. It's an incredible number of people that you could serve with not as many volunteers. Dave, is there one story or maybe a couple stories of just absolute triumph or awesome that you have seen come through? I think one of the best parts uh, of, of chatting with nonprofits like yours is that even in really sort of harrowing times, whether it's Skeleton Crew, you can't have the volunteers, there's more people to serve than ever. There's always really some good that comes out of this. Why don't you tell everybody who's listening sort of some, some really great stuff that has happened over the last year with, with you. You know, I've only been uh, involved with the ministry for since November. So Mark really uh, led the ship and, and kept it, kept it going through that COVID time. Probably Mark, you have a great story or two or five or 20. But <laughs> they all kind of run together, but you know, there are a lot of folks who were shut-ins with COVID during this time where we, uh, we delivered meals. We, uh, I think at our peak, we had close to a hundred meals that we delivered throughout the community of people who had COVID who couldn't leave their, their, their place of residence. And so we provided meals during that time to anybody who needed it, you know? Um, it speaks to how many people were out of work or couldn't go to work. Not everybody was getting that federal subsidy kickback. If you're out, you get to have a paycheck anyway. Some people who are home are businessmen or business people or fixed income. When we say we serve 500 at the peak of COVID, but we're back to normal now, which is 200. So that's 300 extra people who didn't have enough income or couldn't go out to buy. But chances are a lot of them were on lower, lower dollar signs coming into their pocketbooks. Um, that meant more people needed a, a soup kitchen like ours uh, to serve them. So COVID hurt economically. Mm -hmm. And uh, thankfully we still have a good donor base where the food was still there. We're still getting food from Great Plains Food Bank. We're still getting donations from the Walmarts, from people dropping off uh, extra food from a, uh, banquets they had and things like that. Um, you must've still had a, uh, a good supply of food coming in during that time to feed mm -hmm. twice as many as we're feeding now day by day. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, that, that's one thing. Um, we're the Heaven's Helpers uh, ministry, and the Lord has greatly supplied our every need. Um, one of the things that's exciting to, to tell about is that, you know, we haven't went grocery shopping since 2009. And so whatever the Lord provides, that's what we're able to provide and provide well. When other nonprofits are listening to this and they're, and they're maybe a, a basic needs group or they're uh, working with um, individuals who are homeless or uh, really needing sustenance, um, what sort of tip or trick or, or uh, piece of advice would you give an organization who's come up against a struggle or some sort of word of wisdom that you can let them know to, you're going to make it kind of through. Anything that you've learned over the last maybe year, year and a half that says, hey, uh, trust process, this is what I, we would do. For us, it's been um, trust in the Lord and what we've been doing, because as we continue to be the hands and feet of Jesus and uh, treat people with respect and and love on people and, and do a good job. The community notices, um, people notice, and they want to support where um, the most good is being done. And so I would say, you know, don't change. Keep doing what you're doing. That's that's right. And it'll all take care of itself. I think one of they the new be- words, one of the new words we learned was pivot, right? Don't just keep on doing what you're doing. Just make a little little pivot, but keep on moving. And you might have to do things different, like serve through the window. But we're not just going to shut down our cafe just because we can't have a dining room. You know, Mm -hmm. look at all the other restaurants that still have a drive-thru, even though you can't get a coffee at Starbucks or something. They didn't close their drive-thru down. They don't have enough employees, but the lines are a little longer. But, you know, they're not going to just stop business. And we're not going to stop caring and giving and you know your motives are pure so that's one thing is pivot try something different be creative it's sometimes hard for us to to want to make a little change but when things like this happen you do things and you're like wow we did all that with less people wow we did all that with with less and you know as nonprofits, we're always doing something with less it's like we're called to be making something out of nothing most of the time. It's like, how can I get more? How can we get more out of nothing that we already have? But it's usually just a pivot. And then another thing I would say is um, the nonprofits that aren't faith-based and the faith-based nonprofits, we need to work better together too. And so, you know, you hear Mark, great man of faith saying, we leaned on the Lord, the Lord will provide. And sometimes we have to share that message and say, hey, you know, we'll make it through together. We're better together. We'll make it through. And I think that as organizations, we need to lean on each other's faith at hard times, lean on some of these faith-based organizations. And uh, I'm sure they'd be happy to lend that hand of support and encouragement, even a prayer, even though you might not pray in your organization, this organization will pray for every organization. And so lean on us. We're going to lean on you. We need people to deliver some food. We might need to use the van you guys got at your organization to help to deliver the food that we're providing at our organization. So it's a community. I love it. Uh, and I think, uh, and as we're uh, recording this, we're in the middle of a blizzard here in Fargo, North Dakota, which leans to the question, what's your favorite soup you've made this particular week? Or do you have a favorite of your customers 
that would say, by and away, this is the one you have to get. Well, Mark probably doesn't want to say he makes great gourmet soup every single day. And if you sat down, you would say, this is homemade soup. This isn't soup you grab out of a bag from the GFG truck and warm up. This is homemade soup the way mama used to make it, where you put a little bacon fat and you fry up your onions. And then, you you know, you're using real chicken broth or turkey broth that we actually brewed up from the turkeys that were donated. Um, so it's real sustenance, too. Uh, but his Nephla is pretty, probably the best in North Dakota. He's won some accolades for the Nephla because we make homemade Nephla too. The Nephla is homemade and then the broth is real chicken broth. So it's pretty hard to beat that. In North Dakota, Nephla is a pretty much a, if you can't make good Nephla, that's the standard. But we've got New Orleans medley on the menu this week. So it's got a little spicy sausage in there and and uh, there's no bad soups, but what is your favorite? What would you say? You look forward to I, I look pumpkin I look forward soup, to, squash to, soup. I look forward to mountain man soup. Okay. So mountain man soup is a manly soup that has, it'll have beef and it'll have chicken and it'll have bacon and it'll have sausage and ham and all kinds of meat and, and baked beans and some onions and peppers and might have a little corn in it, but it's just a, a manly soup that, yeah. I mean, you had so that's all donations. Yeah. Think yeah. about all that being donated for soup. That's crazy. I mean, you had me at uh, bacon, fat, and onions, and then you yeah. had yeah, <laughs> all those. Um, how do people get a hold of you? I know that people are probably listening. They're saying, A, I need to reach out to see, A, uh, when you're open so I can get some soup, uh, B, how we can support, uh, C, how we can volunteer and really spread the word. How do people get a hold of you? Where do they go? Who do they contact? So the easiest way is just follow us on Facebook. We're the Heaven's Helpers Soup Cafe. Uh, if you search for us in Facebook, you'll find us. Um, uh, our website, soupcafe.org, gets you right to our website. And those are the really the two best ways to, to be in contact with us. And don't forget about the repurposed store. You know, you can buy uh, the things that we've donated, have been donated online. Now you can stop in Bismarck and pick them up. And the Closet 701 also has a Facebook page and a, mm -hmm. and a website, too. Yeah. But lots of ways to donate and lots of ways to come and volunteer. We need people hanging up clothes and uh, uh, serving the people that come in the front door, uh, being the hands and feet of Jesus at all of these locations. So lots of opportunities to volunteer right at those places as well. Mm -hmm. Mark, Dave, uh, not only thank you for what you do every single day, but thank you so much for being a guest on the official uh, Do Good Better podcast. We'll have all of those contacts and all of those links in the show notes. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. I, I think the world's a better place because you exist. Uh, and thanks so much for being a guest on the official Do Good Better podcast. Our pleasure. Thank you for the time. Thank you. Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you go to dogooduniversity.com, that's dogooduniversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesome or a Practical Guide to Staying Sane While Doing Good for Free because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, 
dogoodduvetuniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, use the promo code podcast. Take 25% off of anything that you purchase. And I'm going to throw in a book as well because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer. And I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today.